Well, you're all very welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show's special Up For The Match show for this evening's All-Ireland final between Mayo and Dublin. Well, I'm delighted to say I'm joined on the line by a former All-Star winner who knows what it's like to be prepared in the lead-up to an All-Ireland final, and that is Ballon Tubberman Alan Dillon. Alan, a very good afternoon and thank you for joining us here on the Up For The Match show. Thanks for having me, Quigley. Last time we spoke, Alan, you emphasised the controllables that the players will have to take under consideration. This is before the Tipperary game, something where they can only look at trying to refine their own game. Now, in light of that semi-final win, what are some of the controllables that James Horn would be emphasising and asking the players to concentrate on in the run-up to this weekend's final? Yeah, well, I'm sure after the um, Tipperary semi-final, there's been... um was a number of uh, concerns that James probably went about trying to address. Um, one being how easy it was for the Tipperary uh, attack to, to cut through uh, and create goal opportunities. So um, while they only had two weeks to turn around uh, to uh, to the All-Ireland final uh, on Saturday, um, I think... Um, between analysis uh, and uh, training on the field uh, and around uh, game plans and scenarios, um, I think uh, they will probably be extremely busy trying to identify how um, to uh, to contain the the real threat that Dublin possess. But um, uh, you know, I, I'm sure. Um, James uh, probably set the scene very early for for, for the squad to uh, to make them all uh, aware that no jersey was you know anyone's and that you know everyone had to fight to nail to get into the 26 and to get into the 15 uh, and I'm sure training was ultra competitive from that point of view so um, from what I'm hearing there's a full clean uh, bill of health um, lads are in good good form um so i think what they've done in terms of their preparation uh in terms of their tactical awareness um and in terms of their uh, just topping up that that strength and conditioning uh i'm sure that was done you know ultra professionally and uh you know the only thing that they can do now is look forward to 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 the big event uh and uh i suppose you know as it gets closer uh, narrowing that focus uh, towards five o'clock uh, and throw in. Looking at the potential selection for the match for James Horn, do you see those training sessions in between the few short days between the Tipperary game and the All-Ireland final where a player could make a serious impression on James Horn and his backroom team to maybe break into the starting 15? Because we have Tom Parsons there, Cullen Boyle, Keith Higgins, these are players who any other year would be nailed on starters. Could you see them really bringing their all in training and that being recognised with the starting berth? Well, it's probably difficult that for for any of the the, the outside uh, players to, to to break in for this one because uh, a lot would have had possibly limited game time so far. So it's a big ask to ask them to, to start from from the off in an, an Ireland final, but. Um, who knows? Um, we're not privy to, to to how internal games are going, but I'm sure James will will look to see how he's going to uh, uh, match up with with Dublin. Um, it will 
Um, and I'm sure he would have learned from last year's uh, semi-final defeat um, and where we can really counteract Dublin's strengths. Um, and I'm sure there'll be one or two changes, uh, maybe positional, um, that he will have to to look at really in depth and have conversations with backroom on in the second half because you know if Mayo can contain Dublin to a certain degree and and hopefully get into the the home straight uh, and be relatively close, uh, I feel we have a great opportunity and a great chance then. So uh, it's about um, you know trying to impose our game early in the exchanges and uh, you know be there when. Uh, when the critical moments um, present themselves. Have you heard from some of the current players what Kieran McDonald is like as a coach? What sort of advice he lends to James Horne? Looking from the television cameras, hearing from journalists, he does seem to be rather vocal, giving instructions to James Horne and then it's passed on to the players on the pitch. What, from your experience of playing with Kieran, was he like playing? Did you expect him to be a very vocal coach and involved in the senior setup so soon. Yeah, well, to be honest, um Kieran was his own man when when I was playing, he was, you know, he kind of more or less kept to himself, uh, went around his business very professionally and um you know, he was uh you know, such a special talent and uh, you know, one of the best I've ever played with. And um I'm sure he you know, he, he possibly has a different style. Um, within the Mayo setup, but uh, you know the one thing that I do know is that he's a players' coach and that he does um, get on very well with with the squad. And um, you do see Mayo with their you know threats in the full forward line that they're looking to get good early ball in there. And uh, what I would say is, you know, Kevin McLaughlin um, has has. Uh, produced some very, very fine moments from the inside line, especially against uh, Tipperary. So we will need that supply coming in from the half-back line and the half-forward line. Um, you know, Crow Park presents, uh, you know, huge difficulties for defenders to, to cover off space. Um, and um, I'm sure the management have their own style in terms of how they get messages across to their players, um, how they utilise the, the water breaks, uh, the key, the key uh, tactical notes that that players need to take on board. Um, but you know, I think there's a good combination there on the sideline with James Burke, with Kieran Mack, uh, and with James, uh, and they have you know a huge wealth of knowledge and experience um, that the players can can just tap into. Peter Canavan raised a few eyebrows on Sky Sports when he was analysing one of the Mayo matches, stating that it's quite likely Mayo and James Horne will have a back backup kick-out strategy. Is that something you can envision, that we would have gone this far with quite poor kick-out strategy where our midfield has been unable really to claim primary possession to wait until something like an All-Ireland final to deploy it on the main stage? How likely would that be, in your opinion, Alan? Well, it, 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 it will be difficult. Um, I think variation is hugely important uh, and players understanding um, the restarts um, and they would have walked through this I'm sure in real detail um, every player knowing what they need to do uh, their movement patterns but there will be the occasional um, 
you know, long um, uh, and go to kickouts. Um, and I think if Mayo are under pressure and not retaining their their, their short kickouts, then they have to go long. Um, don't be surprised, possibly, to see um, the likes of uh, Mayo really getting under the breaking ball. Um, I'm sure Fenton and, and James McCarthy will try and um, dominate the, the aerial exchanges out there, but I, I think there could be a lot of ball on the ground that Mayo need to, to really work hard. And even if Dublin win possession, it's 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 not a quick transition or it's it's not a quick ball out that, that can set them on the attack. Mayo will try and slow it down as quickly as possible. So um, I think to make David Clark's life a lot easier or, or whoever's there, possibly Robbie, Robbie Hillney, but I'm, I'm sh- you know, the defenders need to be on their toes looking for the quick one. Uh, halfbacks need to present into the pockets uh, and, um, you know, utilising our half-hour line w- w- will be an important one as well. The likes of Jeremy's, um and the likes of, of Kevin McLaughlin coming deep. So expect variation expect um, the go-to long kick-out if under pressure um, and uh, I'm sure they'll try and get them restarts off as quickly as possible so um, Dublin in the past they do in, you know really stress uh, a high press uh, onto teams and try and dominate them inside their own half uh, and you can see you know where they do get a bulk of their scores from is from turnovers uh, on, on kick-out so Mayo will need to be very sharp on that, um, you know, and and, and try and um, get the ball out as quickly as possible and uh, try and mop up as much breaking ball as they can. Much has been made how this is an All-Ireland final like no other. Due to the restrictions surrounding the current pandemic we are in, there's no tickets, there's no crowd, there's no real uh, scramble for the usual pomp and ceremony that goes before and after an All-Ireland football final. Are you somewhat envious of the, this current crop of Mayo players playing in an All-Ireland final, having to and getting the opportunity to, to sleep in their own beds before the matches is played, not having to go and deal with the trip up to Dublin? Yeah, I suppose, listen, look, looking from outside, you always you know want to play in these big games. Um, by day has passed, but... Um, you know, you follow as a supporter now, and you know you're equally as proud of what they've done this year. And you're right; it's been like no other year. And I think that's probably benefit these these players, um, especially with the, the introduction of so many young guys. Um, but you know what's offered on on Saturday evening is a Celtic cross, and uh, make no mistake about it. Um, there isn't many of them in Mayo <laughs> you know there's only the handful um, from the 1951 team and, and 1950 and 1936 so you know they're um, you know a real real opportunity on, on hand here and I think James probably knows the magnitude of it you know the players have been here before a lot of the senior guys they're well seasoned on it um, and when they hit the pitch uh, you know let's hope that they get a couple of early scores uh, settle them into it and then it just becomes you know uh, one of these games that you know they can really try and express themselves uh, go after it um, and uh, I think um, you know um, 
try and you know keep with Dublin for as long as they can and then you know when they do see the opportunity um, go for it uh, because in the past um, sometimes we talk about it too much uh, and we overanalyze it at the end of the day it's a game of football um, and I think this is a very skillful Mayo team um, and yes you know this is one of the best teams of all times that they're playing but um, you know someone has to beat them at some stage uh, and I firmly believe if if we play to our potential uh, and we've done that on so many occasions against against Dublin I think we're probably the only team um, Bar Curry in last year's All-Ireland that, that have matched them um, both physically um, and uh, you know score for score but just fell short on, on days so um, you know, I'm really looking forward to this one. I think, you know, uh, I suppose in one way, um, apprehensive about what might happen, um, but also excited about the opportunity that that's there. You mentioned the lack of a Celtic cross within the county, and they are hard to come by for sure, certainly within Mayo. But the likes of Conor Loftus, Matthew Ruan, Jeremy O'Connor, and Stephen Cohen, they all had very successful days out at Crow Park and on All-Ireland final days winning minor and under-21 medals when they came into the Mayo setup, was there anything noticeably different in their attitude how they played the game or even how they approached big matches um, No and listen I, I would have played with Jermid for you know since um, 2014 he, he came into the the, the Ballantrubber set up after a successful minor minor All Ireland in, in 2013, um, and they've done exceptionally well. You know he has Sigerson's my as you said minors and under 21 All Ireland. So um, we're very fortunate to have that conveyor belt. It was who have had you know uh, fantastic success, um, and again it's a it's a launch pad into the senior senior squad and uh, you know compete for senior All Ireland now, and it's great to see. Um, but I don't think the, the the mindset changes much. Um, I'm sure the likes of David Clark would would say otherwise, um, having been on the receiving end of of a number of defeats. But um, every year brings new possibilities, and uh, you know I think that Mayo team um, has demonstrated huge resilience, and I think um, that's that's a word that. Is synonymous with with Mayo teams the last decade is that you know we know no different and we come back year after year um, and it's just that that will the desire the hunger um, to do the best for 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 the people of Mayo and to get back into All Ireland finals and you know um, where we've we've been knocking at that door uh, for a long time now so at some stage it's going to open. And you know we're very fortunate as a county that we do get the opportunity to you know enjoy the build up to these games. You know there's not a, a lot of counties that have uh, had the opportunity to 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 compete in these. You know you look at Mayo, Dublin, and uh, Kerry over the the last number of years. So we're very very fortunate. We're in a, uh, uh, you know uh, a great era for GA within the county that certainly is going to bring uh, you know future generations through um over the next five or six years we've set up 
the academies. There's huge work being done throughout the county. Um, and uh, I think, uh, you know, the missing piece here is is in our Ireland success. Um, but that's not from the lack of trying. And uh, this bunch of players um, have put themselves into, in a position. Um, by all means, they, they have a great setup, great management. Um, but, uh, and, and an opportunity on Saturday. And I think, you know, um, it, it's it, it's fantastic for this bunch of players. And I think the expectation levels were, um, you know, if we win a Connacht title this year, you know, we'd be doing very well. Um, and we did. Uh, and then, you know, to get to an Ireland final, I, I think is a, is a huge bonus. And now since we're there, we want to win it. So, um, you know, here's... Um, Here's to uh, hoping that they can really get that performance out of them. All-Ireland finals are naturally a special occasion by nature, but looking at the one against Dublin, it comes with an added edge to it that we've oftentimes seen before, going back to 2006, that excellent semi-final and performance, and of course the recent decades of clashes between the two, which has seen many's uh, ill-disciplined foul and tackle, and really kind of a, a really strong rivalry that has emerged between Mayo and Dublin. Does that add a, an extra incentive now for the Mayo players coming into the match at the weekend? It will be, you know, uh, I suppose a different atmosphere um, for for both sets of players. Uh, you know, I think after watching the All-Ireland Hurling final, it, it will give them a, um, an opportunity to assess how things will be, uh, how things or the will be arranged, and you know the the, the schedule and, and the program for for the day. Um, there won't be any parade, or you know, it will, it will be a national anthem, but all the other stuff that goes along with it um, will be absent. So, I think from the players' point of view, would be a lot easier to get their focus, uh, go through their routine, but. You know, once the ball is thrown in, you know it's man on man. It's you know you're you're into combat zone, um, trying to you know get on top of your individual jewels, um, and there will be times where Mayo will have to take risks, where their defence will be isolated one on one, where there won't be that extra cover, and uh, people will just have to deal with it and cope with it, and you know play on the edge um, and I think all games that Mayo have played against Dublin has been that way uh, and you know I think that that is James's philosophy is that they will go after it uh, they will live on the edge um, but the the, the the rewards are so great um, while understanding the risks um, I think uh, that has always been James's philosophy um, but I think for the players to go out and execute that, um, you know, it's great for spectators to watch it because, you know, every ball is is contested. Um, you know, there's huge energy, pace and power involved in that type of game, but it is energy sapping. Uh, and, uh, you know, our bench will have to play a big role the next day because um, you look at Dublin's bench, it is extremely strong. But we'll have to match them in, 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 in especially in in that area, um, and um, I think uh, you know history has shown that um, 
we probably needed that extra bit of punch from the bench in in, in the last quarter. Um, so don't be surprised if James has something up his sleeve for that. And there is players the likes of James Carr, the likes of Keith Higgins, you know, the likes of um, Jordan Flynn, all, all these guys who can come on and make an impact. Um, and uh, you know, it's just to ensure that they're they're at that level and at that pitch that when they're introduced, that they're uh, that they're ready to uh, to contribute and and try and get me all across the line. Many pundits are expecting this to be a, a tight, fraught affair. Could potentially go to penalties at some point if, after extra time, it is still level. No winner has been decided. In that scenario, Alan, who of the current Mayo crop would you be looking at to take uh, one of the five penalties for Mayo? Yeah, listen, uh, you know, it, it'd be really difficult. You know, and I'm not in favour of, of of penalties. I think they should keep playing, you know, into extra times and maybe uh, look at it from that point of view. But uh, it, like, I'm sure, you know, you have to probably look at the more uh, uh, experienced players. Um, you know, like if you were asking me off the cuff, who would I say that that shows uh, confidence? in their striking ability off the ball, you know, Killian, Tommy Conroy, Aiden, uh Jermitz, um, Connor Loftus and probably um Kevin McLaughlin. They they'd be my five. Excellent stuff. Alan, thanks a million for joining us here on the Saturday Sports Show's Up for the Match special. Have a very good weekend and enjoy the weekend's match.